Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Live from Sacramento, California. Woke up quick at about noon. Featuring Damian Barling. Yes, I absolutely still love Russell Westbrook. So what? And Kenny Carraway. Sometimes you're really just vibing out. This is D-Lo and KC. I'm the Streets Voice Southwest. Legendary self-made progress. Last time that I checked. On ESPN 1320. Let's go, baby. Hope you had a wonderful weekend, partner. Go ahead and and, and, and grab that little mouse pad. Let the air horns fly. Oh, you don't know how to do it. That's I'm, all right. That's I'm still, all right. I'm I'm on uh okay. automatic I, 124 D-Lo no, and Casey it. show open set mode. That there's no board here. There's no board. That's okay. I got you. We'll get that worked out, man. We welcome you in here to the Monday, December 5th edition. Of D-Lo and KC, I'm Damian Barling. Acknowledge me! <laughs> Acknowledge me! He's Kenny Caraway. Yes, sir. Oh, well. <laughs> Acknowledge me! Sorry. I would yeah, I, I would you. have like a joke and play around. I'm not playing around with this screen. I don't know what's going on. I, I got you. I got you. It's be, it's just best to leave it alone. We'll get Jesse in there and get you all set up, man. It's no problem. Um, we know you had a good weekend. Oh, if you're here yeah. today... We know you had a good weekend, man, and there is so very much. There's actually there's so much to talk about. I started planning tomorrow's show because I'm saying I was, like, I'm saying, no. I was the same thing in my head. I was like, there's things that there's things that we could talk about, but I don't know if we get into it today. I was like, this isn't gonna fit. This is, we're gonna have to move <laughs> oh. this over here. Let's, let's go ahead and put this in on a Tuesday. You knock that off. Um, we've got a, your San Francisco 49ers keep winning, but they lost to uh, Jimmy Garoppolo out for the year, broken foot. We'll talk about that. Uh, that defense looked extraordinary. Brock Purdy was playing with some confidence. So we'll get into all of that. But the Sacramento Kings wins two straight games over the weekend, yeah, putting man. their consecutive win total here at three, putting them four games above 500 before entering this uh, monster, a six-game road trip they got coming up. But they closed things out at the Golden One Center with a tough win over the Chicago Bulls, man. Best they've played on the second night uh, of a back-to-back so far. I think it's their third back-to-back this season. Uh, the best the shot, the best that they've played. Uh, and the Sacramento Kings, man, it's a good basketball team. You, you know you know how 
one of the ways I know they're a good basketball team is um, <laughs> I never thought they were going to lose yesterday. Never thought they were going to lose. I feel you. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I was watching that game. Uh, I had the two screens going on. So, you know, I, in, in live time, you know, my, my, my attention was in two places, right? I looked at it, started off slow. It's like, oh, no worries. And they took the lead, you know, went up by eight or something like that in the second quarter. Yeah, this is what I expect. Then they got it up to 8, 17, 18 or whatever the case may be. And even when the Bulls started to come back, at no point, like I was concerned. I was like, hey, we got to play better. You know, we got to start hitting shots. We got to do the snap, whatever the case may be. You know, there was a level of urgency there. But I never felt like, oh, my gosh, they're going to fool around and lose this game. Never thought that. And that's <laughs> that's a good team. It didn't work out exactly the way I thought it might during the game. But I had a feeling it was going to end up staying around 6 to 12 for the majority of the game. And I was like, yo, I, I've mentioned this a couple of times. People, people you know, they weren't outside. Not a lot of them were outside at this time. A lot of people think that the uh, 2000s and, and, you know, 02 to 04 Kings, they just beat everybody by 30 points. No, no. Sometimes they would have these games where eh, I don't want to say they play with their food, but, you know, the, the, it wasn't a blowout. And they just found a way to go ahead and push the game through, get it to about a 7 to 12 point win. I felt that for much of the game yesterday. It kind of got squandered a little bit because it got down to a one-point game. But long roundabout way of saying, I never thought they were going to lose last night. Yeah, and I think that's a that's a, they're they're a they're a better basketball team. The Sacramento Kings are a better basketball team than the Chicago Bulls are right now. This isn't the Chicago Bulls of last year. This isn't you know they they don't even have Lonzo Ball. They haven't had Lonzo Ball for God knows how long. There's no God knows when he'll actually be back. Um, the the you know mid-range city of DeMar DeRozan is kind of wore off. Like this isn't the same team though. We were a little suspect of them last year. This isn't the same team uh, that they were last year. But and still not a bad team. They're Talent. not, Talent they're not, team. they're not a bad team. I just don't think they're a good team. I, 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 I mean, I don't I, know. that's fair. That's fair. But um, the point that I was trying to make Boston is about a week, a week ago. That, that, that's fine. That type of stuff happens in the NBA. They're nine and fourteen. Yeah. Well, what I what I, I mean by that though is they can is whatever their record is and the talent they can get you. They got the okay. best team in the league. That's fine. The point I'm trying to make is the Sacramento Kings are a better basketball team than they I are. agree. Hundred percent. And that's why you had those feelings that you had last night. That's why you you know never felt there was a moment at the beginning of the game where I was a little bit nervous. When they got to about the seventh or eighth consecutive <laughs> three-point shot, I started thinking, oh, man, all right. So Will Z had uh, kind of hipped us to – we had gone over some, like, percentages and shooting percentages and three-point percentages, some of these different things following, you know, the, the second night of a back-to-back. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, they're, 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 really, they're really jacking up these threes here to start the game. And thankfully, they were hitting a couple of them. Like, they were falling – then I think it was Keegan Murray who got a shot at the basket. Might have even been a dunk. Yeah, could like, have took right. a three there too. This he did. Everybody did. Everybody got a three. Everybody. No, I think Mike Brown took one. What I'm saying on the play that he took the ball to the cup, uh, he could have shot the three. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he did, and he gave a little pump fake and went to the cup. But that, that, I think they started off with nine straight threes. Could have been ten. Yeah, it could have. And um, that kind of settled things down there a, a little bit. And I just thought the Kings looked better. They got sloppy. And, and credit to to Chicago for the run that they made uh, in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, but Kings got a little sloppy there. Ball was, you know, you didn't quite see that ball movement. Uh, that you saw in the first half that really kind of sparked things, and then it just settled into a just settled into a game after that. Mm-hmm. Less of a game of runs and just just kind of a game. And man, you know, two games in a row, three games in a row. You really got to start looking at this Kings defense. Like I, I I know it was like oh the offense, the offense, everything that you read about it, oh the offense, but the defense is still de- dreadful. The defense is still dreadful. This defense isn't dreadful anymore. No. This defense is putting together a string of games that's starting. I mean, you know, we'll 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 get there. It's always difficult when when the team plays two games over the weekend because you don't want to spend too much time on a game that you already moved on from. But their defense in that Clippers game was incredible. Mm. This this is a team that's starting to have a. I'm not going to go so far as to say they're starting to have an identity on the defensive end, but you're seeing a significant amount of improvement on the defensive end. I think I think they're all doing a really good job on the defensive end. Um, I think they're they're all committing to playing a certain level of defense, and I love to see it. But I'm gonna take this time right now, Damian. I'm gonna tip my hat. I'm gonna give a lot of kudos to, to one man, and that's that man, KZ Akpala. It's mm-hmm. no coincidence that mm-hmm. a lot of this change has happened since he started getting more PT. And I, and you know, and I, I was watching the game and I kind of felt bad as I saw Trey Lyles on the bench because Trey Lyles did absolutely nothing but get sick to yeah. lose his minutes. And I'm not saying yeah. that's the way it's going to continue to be. It could just be a situation where they're trying to help, you know, build him back up after after being sick for a week and he could be right back into the rotation. But I look at the way Casey Ogpala plays defense. I look at the way he put DeMar DeRozan, one of the great scorers in the game today, in a complete straight jacket. And the way that he played in a, in a couple of these other games this in the last week or so on the defensive end. And the combination of him and Davion Mitchell coming off that bench. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, it's I don't I'm gonna put it to you like this. I don't know how you don't play him. I don't know how you don't play Casey. I, don't know, I, I just I don't I don't think that I don't think that should even be a question anymore. I, I know. I know. I don't know how he's not in the rotation. He is too impactful. He's too good on the defensive end, at the very least, at a as a one on one defender for him not to be in there with, with all the, 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 the great scores that we have in this league. He's Couldn't agree phenomenal. more. He's been phenomenal. And 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 I'm with you in the sense of this can't be an accident, can't be a coincidence that we see the in in if you if 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 uh, NBC Sports California and I know this isn't you know the sexiest thing in the world, but if you gave us a KZ Akpala cam <laughs> and saw just how much he moves on the defensive end and how active he is. It's a it's a sight to see, man. You often see it as you noted it when he's when he's on the ball. That dude is always moving. He's always pressuring something, and it feels like he's moving with purpose. Mm. Uh, he he's an incredible defender, and you're right that um, that tag team with Davion Mitchell 
is I, I, I think Will Z had us up to 16th defensive rating us because we're on the team. I think yeah. I think the Sacramento Shout Kings are now rated 16th uh, in defensive rating, whereas it was I, I, it was earlier last week. Oh, watch out! This team is up to 22nd. And it was just a couple of weeks ago that it was, oh, this team is still at 27th, but you can see the moments of improvement. Mm-hmm. Now, the moments of improvement are just flat-out games of improvement where, I mean, the Chicago Bulls scored 101 points yesterday. The The Los Angeles Clippers scored 96. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That's coming off the heels of beating uh, uh, the Indiana Pacers at the Golden 1 Center on Wednesday. Yeah. Pacers have gotten smacked around coming out west, but we'll talk about that another time. But I think a lot of that has to do with what you talked about, um, the, their their steady improvement on the defensive end that happened a couple of games ago. And then you got Casey Akpala entering the, the rotation and you know kind of cementing that a little bit. I think this is a team that is trending. Obviously, the numbers show it too, but it's trending upward on the defensive end. And the one thing that just came, I kept thinking about this weekend with the Clippers game and the Bulls game, and Malik said it after the game, this team's legit. They're for real. This isn't just a cute little story. They are for real good. And until I see otherwise, that's the way I'm going to treat them. This is a good team. This is like any other, this is a top six playoff team. Right now, how I feel, this ain't a play-in team. It's a top six playoff team. They're they're the real deal. I'm with you. Uh, I agree. We got so much more ahead. Drake bars on the way. Yeah. Phone lines up. You mentioned Malik Monk. We got to talk about Malik Monk. Yes. Man, he he's he's just incredible uh, right now. We've got all of that coming up. We're just getting started. It's Dilo and KC here on Sacramento Sports Leader, ESPN thirteen twenty. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. D-Lo and KC continues streaming live on the Odyssey app. 
up that Drake bar again. Drop drop that beat one more time for me. We got a sec. Okay. Just making sure we good. Just making sure we good. Because you yeah. know the people's asking for it. I, I mean the people the people want Damien. You know they want Deuce. You know Young Zell was like, I'm about to get in here. Like it's going crazy. Like people, we we about to make one of them uh them like the Violator albums. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, we might have to. Yeah, man, it's going nuts. Right? Oh my bad. You, I don't even think you knew that. We back on. What? Oh I yeah, no, you. I definitely didn't. No, you gave me a head. If you gave me a heads up, oh. we were back on. That'd be real good. Oh, that'd be fantastic. That'd be good. Hey, no, D, it's cool, man. You could be at the house. I know that. No, that's all good. Okay, yep. I'm not gonna lie. I was a little confused there too because I was like, "Wait, are we on?" Because you you did talk like right after the rejoin hit. You started talking. You told me to the um, the Drake beat on. So I was like, okay, like I guess that's how we're doing it. No, oh, it's all good. No, I I got Look, it. Like nah, every day of my life, you can hear Jesse. I'm forgetting that you can't hear him right now. No, nah, it's it's all good. <laughs> last time, no, it's last time for those watching on the stream. It's the last one. I get it. KC looked like he does his TV hits in a hostage studio, and now I got now it's like, hey man, I'm not ready to do a show at home, man. I'm gonna come in. You be you stay at home though, okay? Yeah, no problem. Live, pal. Yeah, we are. <laughs> he's, he's got the buttons back. Let's mention this before Drake bars are on the way. Uh, KZ Akpala, this is from our man Will Z. Uh, KZ Akpala and Davion Mitchell have now played 52 minutes together. In those 52 minutes. The defensive rating is 93.4. The offensive rating is 121.4. That's a net rating of 28.0. That's the eighth best net rating out of the 1,677 two-man combinations that have played at least 50 minutes together. Bro, what the hell? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. These guys are suffocating opponents and they're scoring at will on top of it. Now, a lot <laughs> of the times they play opponents. with the, with a guy that's scoring at will as well. Yes, they're suffocating opponents and Malik Monk is scoring at will. <laughs> yeah. And quite honestly, Chemezi Metu uh, is having the time of his life. Come the on, last man. Few weeks. Oh. My boy Metu can't miss. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll get into all that. The phone lines are open for you, 916-909-1320. It is a 49ers Monday brought to you by Gilmore Heating, Air, and Plumbing. You get more with Gilmore as the 49ers get another victory. But back-to-back Kings wins. Yeah, man. You know what time it is. Let's get it. Hey, shout-out to Donna's Dope. Doing what they do as always. I'm back in this booth. Shout-out Young Zell. Madman, Madman. Sean P. Ryan, I love you, mama. Look, Nicole pulled up Jordan 3's True Blue before they dropped like she's CKM version of Nunu. But who knew? She played me for a fool, do me dirty. Unlike Super Bowl MVP Brock Purdy, what? Kings win again, I swear this never gets old. Told y'all that man Malik Monk is cold. Not just the score, the man makes plays. Just give him what they say to get out the way. I said, just give him what I say and get out the way. Yeah. I'm going to tell you one time now. Malik Monk was someone I wanted six years ago on this team. Should have listened to me, Vladdy. Should have listened. Yeah. How the singing wasn't as painful as it normally <laughs> is, but... 
Hey, y'all hear me call my who's, shot? Who's Nicole? Come on, man. It's, it's a random girl. Okay. <laughs> she had the true blues, huh? She had the true blues, you know. She was okay. CKM version right. of Nunu. Okay, yeah. But who knew? Right. I'm just trying to make sense of it all. It's hey, fine. You see me call my shot, though? You hear what I said? What What is this? December 5th? December 5th. Mm-hmm. Bookmark it. I want to run this back on, like, February 13th or whenever that Monday is. I don't know. I heard you. Yeah. Unlike Super Bowl MVP Brock Purdy. Mm. Hmm. Now, I I know you pretty well. I think you got a little gassed up on the Brock Purdy performance performance after you saw he was talking trash. Oh, that hyped me up. That did hype me yeah. up. That did hype me up. Brock was talking that talk. He was talking that talk. I was loving that. I was loving that. Oh, <laughs> uh, just brutal news for Jimmy Garoppolo yesterday. He leaves uh leaves the game. We find out. I think Kyle said he even found out at half uh, uh, in the second quarter that he had a broken foot and he mm. was uh, he was done yesterday. He's done for the remainder of the season. And Jeez. I guess we're doing this thing all over again where we pose the question, is he done as a San Francisco 49er? It seems like he would be. But well, stranger things have happened. He, uh, well, well, we'll get into all that. But yeah. let me just say. <laughs> just listen. Just 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 stay and listen when I got to say about the 49ers cuz business is picking up. I'm going to tell you this right now. I see things. I see things. Business is picking up. Okay. All right. We'll get to the 49ers. Uh it's definitely a busy day here. Again, the phone lines are before you. James Ham, of course, uh will be with us in the final hour of the show to talk more Kings basketball. Uh, this was the best the Kings uh have looked on the second night of a back-to-back and a big reason for that in my opinion, is Malik Monk. Mm. Uh, you were just talking about him there in in, in Drake bars. You were just serenading him there. That's my uh, boy. In Drake bars, uh, telling everyone that he should have been here uh, six years ago. This is this stretch of basketball that he's had really this in, this entire season. I think I heard Matt George say, hope I don't get this number wrong, it's six 20-point games, 20-plus 20 point games mm-hmm. for Malik Monk on the season. Yeah. Man, like, and this is why Mike Brown started his press conference Wednesday afternoon. This is why Mike Brown started his pregame press conference on Wednesday afternoon saying, yo, y'all need to talk about Malik Monk as the sixth man of the year. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He is invaluable to what we are doing right now. And his playmaking has been absolutely game changing for the Sacramento Kings. And man, he was showing out last night that pass to, uh, that I think it was a, a it was either a Metu block or a Metu steal. It started some, with something on the defensive end, got the ball to Malik. Malik did this like wraparound pass to De'Aaron oh for gosh. three. Man, he had so many of those last night. Like he was, he's such, and I, I feel like this is the fourth day in a row I've said it and I don't have any intention on stopping. He is such a dynamic playmaker. I mean, <laughs> Malik Monk in that second quarter. My goodness, my goodness! He had um, he had the the pass to Metu the alley oop mm-hmm. that I thought was yep. phenomenal. Yep. Followed that up with the De'Aaron Fox pass that you're talking about. Uh, came down after that, got an and one. Uh, had, had a finger roll layup, hit a couple threes. He had another dime to Metu that he just dissed like like he was at the Rucker, just dissed it off Metu with the dunk or whatever the case may be. 
I have here in my notes, you would appreciate this. I said, I said, this second quarter is the Malik Monk show. My goodness. Whose game is it? <laughs> it's Malik Monk's game. <laughs> hey, I, you kind of glossed past it. Mm. That finger roll was dope. It was an one, too. It, it was like one. the only play he really could have made. In that, in the, in the, from from where he took, oh, that was, I mean, you're, you're right. It, it was, it was the, it was the Malik Monk show. He is, and then I was watching some stuff on, um, you know, on Saturday when they played, and I tweeted out, man, this dude is so nice. He is so nice. He is so talented, and you know, I've I've talked about it a, a number of different times. You know how I, I wanted him to come to Sacramento. I wanted the Kings to draft him out of Kentucky. And I think a lot of people forget um, he was the guy in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. De'Aaron Fox was the one that was like, yo, this dude Zero is kind of nice too. Like he's he's pretty nice. But Monk was the the big recruit. He was the guy that was putting on a show in their preseason games and was dominating SEC play. And the 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 issue with him was he was a little bit of a tweener, right? Like he wasn't really that big of a guy to play the shooting guard position, but he wasn't a true point guard. And I think a lot of people looked at him as it might take time for him to figure out what he's going to be in this league. And I would say right now he's figured out what he is in this league and what he can do. And also you have a coach like Mike Brown and assistant coaches like Jay Triano who empower him to be who he is. You know what I mean? They don't try to restrict him or do anything. They they have him in a perfect spot coming off this bench to give him free reign to be the player that he's best at, man. And and he is he is playing so good right now. It's crazy. Well, credit to to Mike and Jay and and Jordy and everybody else involved because I didn't know Malik played like this. Mm. I thought Malik was a capable scorer, which was something that you know. Kings fans have been screaming about for a couple of years now. Get get some scores in here. Get some shooters in here. Malik is a ball player. Yeah, straight up. He 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 he's 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 a playmaker. He's strong on the defensive end. Like his game. And I don't think. I feel like I watched enough. I don't think this was there in Los Angeles last year. It's probably a little bit more difficult too with Russell Westbrook there with the, you know, Le- Le- LeBron James is the primary playmaker there mm-hmm. anytime he's on the floor. And then of course, you know, you've got the Russell Westbrook situation, but man, I, I didn't, I, I didn't know. Yeah, it, I didn't know. Well, his game in LA was more of a finisher. He was a finisher. Like, like you said, LeBron, uh, Russell Westbrook, those were the guys that would handle the rock. And Monk would kind of finish off whatever passes they have. Or if he was getting the ball, it was more for him to, you know, be the scorer. He was the, the, the creator off the bench. Um, but even I, I knew just because he had skills that he would be able to do this. But to this level, to this degree, this consistently, even that has shocked me. Uh, the way he playmakes and, and, and creates for others, man. He's, he is an all-around player, an all-around talent. He is, uh, and he's so important to what the Kings have done uh, over the last, well, really through the entire season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's why this team is sitting 
at 13 and nine, mm. you know, it, it, it was, it was, it was not that long ago that the Kings had lost three games in a row headed into that Pacer game talking about, let, I understand how everyone feels about the Pacers and Tyrese and buddy and emotions are going to be high. And they absolutely were, but just from a basketball standpoint, you need to stop the skid. You need, you need to win this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they did, and I, and I and I wonder, and you tell me if this is if this is out of line. Chatty House jump in the conversation. Twitch.tv slash ESPN thirteen twenty, YouTube.com slash ESPN thirteen twenty. Of course, the phone lines are available for you as well. Nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. I I don't know that the Pacers win just like catapulted their confidence. Like I I think they were I think they were comfortable with what they did, and they're out there going game to game. But I feel like they built some confidence after that Clippers win. And I wonder, I, 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 I feel like this statement is dumb because it's, yeah, duh. But I, I think you'll know what I mean by this. I, I feel like they, they'll, the more that they win, the better they might get. Yeah. Like their confidence level might go up. And if their confidence level continues to go up and they continue, yo, they're on a three-game winning streak. If they are building confidence as, as, as these wins go along, as they accumulate wins against teams like the Indiana Pacers, who were playing well, by the way, when they came into Sacramento, a, a team like the Los Angeles Clippers who beat them earlier in the season, who were still uh, uh, above 500 headed into that game. They're building that confidence at the perfect time heading into this road trip with teams like Milwaukee and Philadelphia and New York and some of those squads on the horizon. No, I get exactly what you're saying. And even more to that point is what also could build confidence is the way they beat the Clippers. Mm -hmm. That Clippers team, the way they were set up on Saturday with no Paul George, no Kawhi Leonard, no Norman Powell, they had no business um, being able to do anything with the Sacramento Kings and the Sacramento Kings handled them as such, mm-hmm. right? Like the yeah. fact that they said, yeah, this team has no business being out there and making this a competitive game against us. And we're going to go execute it in that manner. That breeds confidence. Cause now you, you're showing like, Hey, we have the ability to execute at a high level. And if we're playing against a team that has no business playing with us, we're going to take care of them accordingly. That builds confidence. The other thing that I see from this team, they've won, and I think I got this correct. I probably should have fact-checked it, but I heard it on a, on a broadcast. Um, they've won eight of nine games at home. And they truly believe, you hear what Malik Monk has to say about, I think they asked him in the post-game show, you know, what surprised him about coming to Sacramento and he talks about the fans and all this other stuff. I'm telling you, Damien, they don't feel like they should or will ever lose another home game. That's how they feel. That's the confidence they're playing with. Now, Yeah, you're, you're correct, by the way. It yeah. looks like the one loss is the Phoenix one. Yeah, I saw it was on uh, NBA TV on game time. Uh, I forgot Christine. Oh, they gave the Kings some attention? That's nice. They did. They, gave, they, they did give them nice. a little attention. Yeah, they were talking about the beam and everything. Yeah, it was wow. It's it crazy. <laughs> it's crazy that yeah. they're giving the Kings attention. I mean, they were the last highlight of the night, but you oh, know. okay, they were in the hockey slot. <laughs> right. You know, sports yeah. center, you run hockey and everything starts over. I and, got and they went, they went right to like the outro right after their highlight. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like Kings win one, whatever to whatever. All right, Look at the we'll beat. see you guys uh, 
N- tomorrow night here on NBA Game. Okay. Right. Like JR at the end of Raw. We're one at a time, folks. We got to go. <laughs> those Kings highlights on the app. 916-909-1320. Let's get Tony in here. Tony, what's happening? What's up, fellas? Yo, first let me give you your flowers, man. I- I'm watching games uh, on the weekend, and just as the Kings are winning, I'm smiling. Just looking forward to what you guys are going to cover on-, on-, on Monday morning. So thank you for that. Thank you. No problem. I got a question. Yeah, I got a question. Okay. I think Mike Brown is, is a sneaky genius. I'm wondering what you think. I think he's giving Malik these roses now because he's he's stopping the talk before it even gets started. The, the talk of Malik's partners, oh, man, you should be starting, man. You balling out. Mike's already quelled that. Yo, Malik should be sixth man of the year. Mm. Give him his roses. Malik, sixth man of the year. So not even, like, this is what I'm loving about this regime, that he's not even allowing the drama to even get started. He's going to come out already supporting his dude, prop him up, put him in position for success, and then, like, just Malik doesn't have any worries. Hey, I can just go ball out against this second squad that's out here on these other fools team and, and get my 20, and we win ball games. What do you guys think about that? And, again, thanks for the time, fellas. Appreciate it. Nah, Tony, yeah, Tony, appreciate you. A, a little bit too Oliver Stone, a <laughs> little, 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 little too much conspiracy theory right there. I, I, and, and the only reason I say that is because Malik has been like, yo, I know I know what my job is yeah, here. Yeah. He, he, I think he said it after the Clipper game. He said it recently like on television, but he said it before in media scrums. Mm-hmm. Like He said it as, 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 as he's really started to heat up maybe when Harrison was struggling the 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 the, the conversation started there and he was asked about it. he was like no I I know my role here mm-hmm. no, I, he, I, don't, I don't I don't I don't I don't think Malik is uh you know regardless of 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 what the people around him may say I, I think I think Malik is is doing exactly like I I think Malik is is in a is happy where he's at absolutely he said it when he first got here Said it when he signed. I, I saw a couple of uh, interviews, or I don't know if it was the press conference or something on Kings dot com or something like that. And they're like, you know, what what is you trying to start? He's like, man, I don't, I don't care about none of that. I don't yeah, care. thank goodness, because Kevin Herter was named the starter before. <laughs> like the second his name went to the yeah. went on the dotted line. But he he was like, I don't, I'm not tripping off none of that. Like I'm I'm here to do whatever I got to do to win. Um, yep. He talked about it a little bit in that post game yesterday uh, where he was just like, man, we're trying to get to the playoffs. A lot of guys here have never been to the playoffs. You know, I, I want to get there. You know, mm-hmm. I want to, I want to, I want to play in the playoffs. You know, he said, that's, that's like our goal. So yeah, I don't think he's, I don't think he's tripping at all. I think he, he's a, he's a guy that I really believe. We talk about this all the time. Uh, James Ham, we talk about it with him. Some sometimes these guys they need to find their place in this league. They need to find who they are, what they need to do to be in this league ten, twelve years. And all these guys usually come from college scoring, being the best scorers on their team. You know, and they get here and they're like, All right, well you're not gonna dribble the ball, you're just gonna shoot the corner three or you're just gonna, you know, defend or something like that. And it takes a while for them to get adjusted and the ones who don't get adjusted, they don't make it. But I feel like Malik Monk has kind of found at the at the bare minimum of who he could be in this league 
being a guy that comes off the bench, being a super six man, looking at somebody like Lou Will and saying Lou Will was in the league for 12, 13 years and got all the love and respect in the world for what he was able to do. Manu Ginobili was in the league 15 years and got all the love in the world for coming off the bench and doing this and is going to the Hall of Fame. You know, he's got the international stuff too. But Manu Ginobili, his NBA career and, and the, the cred that he got from the NBA, he did all this coming off the bench. So I feel like Malik Monk understands that. He's embracing it. He's accepting it. And he's excelling in that role as well. And we talk about you use the high school high analogy where everyone looks back to see what so-and-so is doing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Malik could be that guy. Yeah. Like he, 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 you know, and, and we're, we're going to talk about De'Aaron Fox here in a couple of minutes. Want to get some of the things Mike Brown said about De'Aaron Fox as well. Cause he just called him a tone setter and how everything he's doing is so important uh, to the King's success, despite the fact he's not scoring 25, 26, 27 points a night. But I, I can't help, but go back to that, 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 that post game moment uh, uh, of Malik. I think it was after the third loss where he says, I'm not going to let a splinter. Mm. We're not, we're, we're 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 all right like mm-hmm. i'm 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 not going to let us splinter mm. the next day you got him and 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 kevin herter on on the on the king's socials you know with the with that little pose and that quote underneath and then it's like man yo malik malik in the locker room he might be that guy yeah yeah and and, and this is this is what we talk about regularly you don't have to be the best player you don't have to be, you know, the, the 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 focal point of the offense. You have to have a certain type of personality. Everything that we've seen this year, from the moment he signed to the end of the game last night, Malik is that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. He's he's a guy that galvanizes, that brings people together with his personality, with his energy, with with the the passion that he exudes out there on the court. And I agree with you a hundred percent. I think he is that guy. For the locker room and 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 also the other thing about that is something that we were like begging De'Aaron to do last year or whatever the case may be or you know you need to be a leader you need to be a vocal leader well a lot of that was because they didn't have anybody else they didn't have anybody else to 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 be a leader and even though we continue to say huh tt wasn't cutting tt was Oh yeah, I guess they did have somebody else, but that's not the guy that you wanted. <laughs> well, you're only a leader if someone's following. TT out there cutting these promos, and the Kings are like, "Nah, nah bro, we good." Like, remember, remember, we had a, a show meeting like a little bit after the the Minnesota, after the he set that against Minnesota, and uh, he 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 had another mixtape that he tried to cut. And I was like, I'm not going to say this on the air, but I think they're probably like, shut the hell up. Like, you can't talk oh, yeah. Yeah, every time. <laughs> like, yeah. shut up. You talk too much. Like, there's, you got to pick and choose your spots. But I said, you talk too much and you don't play. Like, don't <laughs> right. say nothing. Like, right. Um, but we kept asking De'Aaron to do that. And we were like, yo, De'Aaron, we know you might not be that guy. That might not be your personality, but this team needs it. Well, having a guy like Malik here, has allowed De'Aaron to just do what he needs to do. When De'Aaron needs to bark, he barks. If he doesn't really feel like barking, all right, I I don't have to bark. I got Malik here with yeah. me, and it's put him in a in a comfort zone as well that um, I think has been beneficial to his game. I, I want to say one thing real quick. Rory's in the chat and he says, 
I do think it's important for the coach to gas up Malik, though. It's always good good to know that sacrificing by coming off the bench is appreciated. I agree with that 100%. I think a little bit, just a little bit, because I think it's genuine, but a little bit of Mike Brown, you know, going out of his way to say these things, is he knows. He knows Malik is talented enough to start in this league. He knows he's talented enough to be um, a, a perimeter focal point of an offense. And he understands there is a bit of a sacrifice that Malik is making. And, yeah, show him, like, hey, give this guy all the accolades that he deserves because he's that good. And, and you know, you, you want to you gas him up a little bit. Absolutely. Uh, we'll come back. Uh, you mentioned De'Aaron Barkin. He barked on Saturday. Uh, mm. We need to talk about that. Um, and then we'll dive into the 49ers. Uh, they win, was it, their fifth straight game on the strength of their defense. And, man, things are going to look different moving forward. We got all of that coming up. Shout out to the Raiders. They get a victory yeah, as man. well. We'll try to touch on that. <clears throat> We're not going to have a lot of time. What the hell is going on in Atlanta? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my God. I was already having some feelings about a week ago when this came out. Come on, man. <laughs> we will make time uh, for all of this, but we'll start uh, with De'Aaron Fox, and we'll do that when we return here. Uh, it's 49ers Monday brought to you by Gilmore Heating, Air, and Plumbing. You get more with Gilmore, and you get more with Sacramento sports leader Steelo and KC on ESPN 1320. D-Lo and KC continues streaming live on the Odyssey app. I was just begging the audience on YouTube.com slash ESPN 1320 to hit the thumbs up while you're here, man. Lots of people watching. Uh, we're happy all the Kings fans are here. All the 49ers fans are here. All the sports fans are here. If you're listening uh, on the radio, AM, FM, HD, uh, Odyssey app, where wherever you are, man, we appreciate you so much for letting us be a part of your day you know what Casey I know I said I wanted to talk about uh De'Aaron Fox and 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 I do but can we handle this little piece of business right quick the ceiling is the roof let's make it happen let's keep moving forward the ceiling is the roof performance of the night brought to you by ACR Solar Call 916-481-7200 to set your appointment an old roof can cause high energy bills uh find out if solar is right for you, it is. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, solar is right for you. Call ACR Solar, 916-481-7200. The ceiling is the roof performance of the night. Goes to our Sac State Hornets football team, who in the pouring oh, rain on Saturday uh, got the job done in rather dramatic fashion, uh, advancing in the... FCS playoffs. That one was wild. Uh, Kings were playing at the same time. I was I was doing a little. I was I was on the Odyssey app listening to our man Jay Ross at thirteen twenty on the call. Mm-hmm. Uh, was able to flip over and and, and 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 as the game wound down, I was able to put it on the uh, on the ESPN Plus and watch the rest. Man, what a what a mess of a game. Uh, fans were still in attendance. Yep. God bless our man uh, uh, Kevin John and, and 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 Sarah Hodges and and Joe D and everybody who was out there working for the people yeah. in, in 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 the elements and because it was ugly Saturday the rain never let up it never did uh, and neither did the Hornets what a game what a game I was watching that game from the start and I was like Rich Richmond came out and 
Mm-hmm. I think I think they got to stop at first. The, the Hornets got to stop at first. They might have scored either three or seven. I can't remember. But then Richmond turned up. <laughs> Richmond turned up. I was like, oh man! And it was such a roller coaster of a game. Biggest play of the game was the kickoff return to start the second half. I mean, that was yeah. that, that was a monster play yep. uh, for Sac State. But you know, closing out the game. How how about? Um, uh, the the quarterback his name's escaping me right now the running quarterback who didn't play as much as he normally would because the game plan from Coach Taylor was to throw the ball a little bit getting in there late in the fourth quarter runs it they're like oh, okay I was watching the game and the announcer was like yeah I think uh, his day might be done he's not going to play as much as he did uh, O'Hara that's what I thought um, O'Hara's not going to play as much as we originally thought. And soon, sure enough, he comes into the game, runs it, and then the very next play throws it for a 50-plus yard game-winning touchdown. What a performance. We're moving on to the next round. Stingers up, baby. Let's go. And now we're playing some – who are we playing? In, incarcerated word? What, I'm sorry, who? <laughs> That's t- incarcer- incarcerated word? I believe What's- it's incarnate word. <laughs> Oh my! Like I don't, I don't like Sac State's odds if that's the case. Incarnate Word is 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 the name of the school, but yeah, I was like, I never never heard of them. But apparently, Friday. shout out to our guy Rich Ripley, they're a powerhouse. Yeah, Friday night, um, ESPN thirteen twenty. You can catch uh, Sac State Hornets quest for a national championship. Continue. Uh, also, shout out to the women's basketball team yeah. who's. Yeah. One stick straight. They're six and one on the season uh, after beating Fresno State on Saturday. Yeah, man, big time win for them. These girls can ball. I got to get yeah, out to the yeah, they're they're, they're playing. Get out to the, I might I might try and get out to the nest on Saturday. I think they're both home. I think there's a men's and women's uh, uh, double header on Saturday afternoon and evening. I might try and get out there. But they're balling. They are absolutely balling. I got to see these girls play. And uh, shout shout out to Coach Patrick and the men's team. Took a tough loss in Santa Clara, but you know they've had a tough schedule. They 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 they've had a tough schedule. I see they're about to get some games at home finally again. Yeah, they they have a tough schedule in which they play everything on the road. <laughs> yeah. They're they're like the uh 2020 49ers. They just, yeah. they just play yeah. everything on the road. <laughs> Sac State's leaving for Arizona next week. Yeah. <laughs> Finish their schedule there. Um yeah, we'll talk to coach Patrick tomorrow uh about what's going on with the the men's basketball team. Um Let's get back to the Kings. We'll get to the 49ers, too. Uh, it's just hard to be obvious because there's just so much to talk about there. Uh, clearly, Baker Mayfield is going to come in and, and lead the San Francisco 49ers okay. to a Super Bowl. All right. So I'm just – all right, just settle down. Just please settle down. Settle down. I just, I, I just appreciated the timing of the Carolina Panthers making that move. Um, need to talk to Sheena and make sure that this is not going to happen. I don't know if we can get Sheena on the line quick enough. It might have already happened. I don't even know that he's actually been waived yet. They said they were going to. I, I don't. I don't know that that necessarily means that he has. Um, but well, let's, they, look, they can do whatever they want. John Lynch, don't do that. They, they can do whatever they want in Carolina. I ain't worried about that. John Lynch, you know what not to do. You you like the idea of Josh Johnson better? Yes. Okay. Jacob Eason, sure. Purdy, we gonna talk about Purdy. I'm just, I'm just uh, 
We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. Okay. It's my quarterback. <laughs> I'm just going to throw Colin Kaepernick's name out there, too. Well, Why not? me and Black Bottles 916, we were talking about it last night through text. And I, let's throw it out there all the time because it should happen. I'd, I'd take Cap over Baker, and I like Baker. But we'll get there. <laughs> um, I want to talk about De'Aaron Fox for a second. Uh, De'Aaron on Saturday against the Clippers picked up a technical foul. And I actually thought he was going for a second one. Mm-hmm. I thought he was going to get tossed. Um, he was furious over a non-call. And then they showed the replay. And I completely understand why he was angry about the non-call. That's happening a lot. And I actually really like the fact that he got the technical foul. Because I thought it was, you know, maybe because that doesn't happen with him a lot. Maybe get some attention here. Uh, He didn't, and it didn't, as he didn't spend any more time at the foul line uh, on Sunday. But I I think uh, I I heard Matt George say on the Locked on Kings podcast, 16 foul shots in the last four games uh, for De'Aaron Fox. And for a dude who goes to the basket uh, as much as he does, that's pretty ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. Marcus Cousins. Um, I like the technical foul. I, I don't. I don't know what De'Aaron has to do to get respect from officials. Didn't did he get one on Sunday or was that Mike Brown? I think he got another one on Sunday. Oh, did he? Yeah. Um, oh, I, I guess I only remember the one Saturday. My yeah, bad. He got one. Um, uh, yeah, he did. Fourth quarter. Yeah, yeah. I can because they were going to commercial, so it was hard to tell who got it. Uh, and I know Mark Jones was talking about, you know, those barking going on, but De'Aaron, yeah, so De'Aaron got another one on, on Sunday as well. And it, it's it's getting it's getting crazy, man. It's getting crazy the way that he's able to play, you know, the, the level that he's able to play at and the fact that he still isn't able to get any respect from the referees going to the bucket. I mean, it, it, this guy gets, gets held, uh, gets slapped up a lot going to the bucket. And 16 free throw shots in four games. I mean, there's there's a number of different guys who take 16 free throws a, a game. It feels mm-hmm. like a lot of times, and that's just that's unacceptable. That's, that's terrible refereeing. He was fouled like three times on the play that he was angry about. Mm-hmm. It was like you could have called any one of these, yeah. and you didn't call any of them. Yeah. I don't get it, man. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.